Okay, we're back. The Whiskey Hue. America calls a fool brown. Anthony's somewhere in the confusing middle, because he's mixed. We're brothers, various shades of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups, mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. This is where one of you two can start singing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Okay, <laughs> not today. All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is We're in for a treat today. I have a known of these two for quite some time and their work and you will you will also uh Rui Mirzapande so I actually came I've gotten very close with her recently just because we're involved with some projects together and she I look at her like a way way older sister than I am I'm kidding she's probably younger than I am but she's she's just a cool ass person I love her uh so she's on the pod with us and then Sheetal Seth is on as well. She's an actress, and this is uh, we're going to get into all of this. She was one of the first people that I saw on screen that looked like me, and she was probably from my age, probably probably younger than I am, but like from my age demographic because we we grew up watching Amitabh Bachchan and films from Bollywood, and then all of a sudden there's an American movie with someone that looks like us and our skin color, and it was beautiful to see. And I and I, if you flip that back, she still said she's been in a lot of different uh, just a ton of content there's a ton and i'm learning as well and uh, you know and i stalked you on instagram i said hey how can i find out more about her i was talking to Rui yesterday she goes hey look at her instagram she has a lot of great content there and then um and your imdb is just flooded with great content of the of things that you've been involved with great projects and Rui, it looks like you guys you both have known each other for quite some time and you were ping-ponging back and forth as who's going to take the, the queen title back in the day because i guess there's a few just for everyone who doesn't know and most people probably will. So there's there's three films that kind of came out and kind of changed the trajectory, I think. And that's of what we saw was acceptable. And then, hey, representation of us South Asians on screen. It was American, I think, ABCD, American Desi, and American Chai. And I, I really, they were all amazing. American Chai was great for me because there's a guitar player in there and he's a singer, I think. And he was trying to make it in the music world, which was my thing back in the day. So I love all three of those stories. Sheetal starred in two of them. At the, right and and obviously in many other sense, Rui, I think you produced or you were involved with American Desi. I was not involved with American Desi. You own the I'm content. Just married right? to the person that was involved with American Desi. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like you, Mary. Gadesh, Gadesh should get a shout out because he's just great. I've known Gadesh forever as well. He runs Box Office Guru among many other things, and we'll get we'll get you both on. I've been trying to get Rui on the podcast for about ten years now, and but I'm glad we're finally having her on. We're going to get into so many things, all the things that they've been just had tremendous success with some of the kind of volatility in the careers that they've seen that are just for people like us in the world. If you know about these two, Rui also has launched this thing called the South Asian house. It's a collective of creatives creating community content uh, events to help progress the movement. And then you're taking it further. So I would love for you two who kind of some of the early stakeholders in this whole game and how you see it changing and what you plan to do with this brand and this organization five, 10, 15 years out. Right? I would love to see that. Sheetal also, and on top of all the other many, con- she's given us tremendous content uh, as far as visually. You also have launched a book, right? Um, and we'll get into all of that as books well. Plural, yes. I books, wrote a lot okay, of damn, books. corrected already. All right. I will say, but I will say, it is interesting that you're using the word content instead of films or movies. Uh, yeah, you know, that's I the thing. Like that is a very interesting choice of words, um, and definitely a, a new thing that I've been hearing too and I'm like the movies do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. content, I'm to, content to me content feels like feels different just I'm just trying to be inclusive man because I'm pretty I'm yeah a no pretty no can- it's fine it's fine as Rui knows I'm content a pretty cancelable guy so. it's like these are films you know 
Yeah. yeah. I call them film. I'm learning from some of the younger folks that I hang out with and I invest in their companies or if they're part of my students, it's like content. They look at everything as content. Uh, anything that's consuming my time from eyeballs or visually is visually or audially is content. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but I come from the film world too, where we called it film. So their drinks of choice today. Let's get into it. Shito, you go first. What's your drink of choice today? I usually, when I'm having a nice meal, actually it doesn't have to be a nice meal. It can be a meal. Um, I like red wine. Okay. Um, I love having it with food. And my particular uh, grape of choice is a petite Syrah. It's not common by the glass at a lot of places, but if it is, it's very exciting. So she goes straight for the bottle, even at McDonald's. <laughs> well, good. I get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rui? I usually like a glass of Prosecco. I'm not drinking that much these days, but Prosecco is nice. The bubbles. The bubbles. I love them. So I must share, when I was asking Rui, we, we had a little touch-up call yesterday just to kind of lay the ground. And she said, I'm a Jack and Coke person. I'm like, okay, who do I know who's not poor who drinks Jack and Coke? I'm kidding. No, I refer to general counsel. That was in my 20s. Counsel. That was in my 20s. <laughs> you did say Jack and Coke yesterday. Uh, we all drank Jack and Coke. I get it. Um, yeah, in my 20s too. <laughs> uh, I, I will say when, I, when I'm like, if, I, if it's a special occasion, like my brother just got married like a few months ago. Congrats. The Jaeger came out. I've like, see, I'm, I am a 19. Is he 12? Well, how old is your brother? <laughs> I, no, I am a 19 year old crap boy inside sometimes. That's and hilarious. So I have this crazy love of Jaeger that has not gone away with my age. And so, I mean, it's certainly not something that I have often, but I, I did have it at my brother's wedding. And it was that is going deep, deep. You're a gold schlager. Hey, I think there's gold flakes in this. I, 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 I didn't have my days of that, but no, no. The Jaeger, for some reason, is uh, has stayed around. That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough drink, man. <laughs> okay. I'm drinking whiskey. I actually came and I do that. I'm, I'm drinking Rampur. I do this a lot on the pod. When we're just doing we're doing like a filler, a, a quick one that I want to go to, it's a good. It's Rampur. It's an Indian single malt and it's smooth. It's really smooth. It has a melony taste to it. Everyone that knows this is the pod, I like vanilla-esque and Oban up into that royal, but um, this was a nice one to get into. Uh, this is Look, I'm, I'm excited to have you both on here. So let's start here. You are the whole reason we're doing this, uh, and this the in, initiated this conversation is the South Asian house, right? So there, Rui, I think is this your, you're one of the people in charge of this group. You have a couple uh, co-founders with you, and I remember you chatting about it last year. South by Southwest asked you to have some representation around South Asians at their event, which is kind of dope. They came to you to establish something. And then, yeah. and then now you're doing a Tribeca Film Festival next week. Uh, it's currently going on. Give us, give us a little spin into that, and that'll kind of lead up to our conversation. Sure. Yeah. So you know, South Asian House was an idea that my fellow founder Monica and I were thinking about when we were at South by last year in 2022. And then when we, when we met up with Jitin um, Hingarani at Tribeca to sit that same year, we realized we were, he was thinking of the same idea as well. So we joined forces along with a local Austinite Kirtana for the South by Festival this past year, and it was really great success. And you know, from there, we decided to do something here at Tribeca that Sheetal Chef, who's on this podcast with us, agreed to be a part of my panel. So we're really excited about um, putting together really interesting panels um, for the festivals and really creating something with the South Asian House where. You know, our presence will be globally at all these festivals and, and just creating a space for South Asians. I think what we took away from the South by experience was that all these younger folks, like a generation um, 
below us were just like, we are so, like, what we heard over and over again was like, we're so happy this is here. This is making me feel like home. This is making me feel like I belong. So that's all we really want to, like, um, do is, like, make folks feel like they belong and also have the community support each other and lift each other as we navigate the entertainment field. I love it. Sheetlin, you're on the panel next week, and I'm excited. We'll, we'll all come to that, and there's a lot of support. A lot of people are interested. What are you hoping? Because you've seen it. You've seen it all. You're one of the first that have, to have done it. Now you have. You can reflect on, hey, I've been doing this for quite some time. What, what's a message you want to get across to this audience that's coming to see you next week? No, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's a very – there's a lot of parts to that question, and, you know, so there's like – I think we'd have to be a little more specific to unpack exactly what that is because yeah. I have been doing this for 25 years. Um, but in terms of now, in terms of where we are, you know, I, I find this, it, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of options as for where to consume your favorite word content. Um, and, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about it um, just the other day because I remembered, you know, we grew up, we're a generation where we didn't have the internet. So we're that generation that has had pre-internet and now after internet and now all the streaming and all the new things that are happening quite fast. But I remember the days when there was a TV guide or there was programming, you know, there's things that were programmed for like must see TV or 8 PM. You knew there was like a certain show that everyone watched together. And that was what everyone talked about at school the next day. Cause everyone watched family ties or the Cosby show or growing pains or whatever it is, you know? And now as the way that the world is, we are all in our own reality that we've created on our own that is not necessarily shared because mm -hmm. we're watching things on our phones. We're watching things in our home. It's not necessarily a collective experience. And so I think that is part of the fracture of what's going on. You know, there's no good or bad here. It's just like, this is just what's happening. But I do think there is a disconnect um, with people and so for me, um, it's really thinking about how to remember the audience first and foremost and what we're making and how do you how do you reach as many people as possible? Because I think it's harder than ever. As much as there's like so many options and ways to do things, I think things are getting cut up and sliced in a way mm. that hasn't before. If that makes sense. From an artist perspective, so you wish there was appointment television that helps you tell your story better? I don't know. I don't know what's better. I'm just reflecting on this on the idea of, of that's how it was you know right. and so there was and that's why you could get like everyone watched the finale of friends or seinfeld and it was like 50 some million people so there was yeah. a collective experience happening and yeah. all i'm saying is that now we're all experiencing things on our own or maybe with like a friend or on or anything you know and so and it's fast and it's fleeting and i think in terms of because art for me is very much about society and reflecting back and hopefully opening minds and hearts and moving the needle. I think we can still do that, but I think it's different. And I think we just have to think about it differently. And then so I mean, Game of Thrones kind of brought us back to that appointment television. I think Sopranos before that. And I then think Succession right now. Succession. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, so, and but there's short, well, we won't get it. Most people have seen it, but now we won't get into that, but like, it's, it's a, uh, yeah. So there's, it does make it tough because there's not a congruity like, hey, let's have this. Let's chat about this at lunch or the next day or something like that. Now, there are different ways to market that we never had. Right. So are you you love are, do artists like that? Because now there's so many different responsibilities for you to have to carry that. And even as a producer, Rui, either of you jump in. Well, I'd, I'd be curious what Rui thinks, because it, you, you do produce and you do so much press. Like, do you find it to be 
so much that it's hard to manage or are you happy with all the things? I just feel like it, like you said, it's so, so fractured that it's so hard to gather people's attention. And I don't, I definitely don't like that, how that's changed in, over the years where it's all about the IG numbers or what, what, what does everybody have on, you know, the socials and this and that. Like it, it's definitely changed a lot. So I don't really love that as a person who does press, <laughs> even though like that's part of my job. Um, as a producer, I think that it's exciting to see the different options out there. Like to, oh, we could do streaming, we could do short content, we could do like all these different things right now. And I th- I'm excited about the future with AI. I'm excited about a whole bunch of different things about on that side of things. But I think that you're definitely right. It's definitely very fractured. And I think that's one of the reasons why I feel like putting a house together where we can gather and have community was a big reason of, of doing that and coming up with that idea. And do you see how, okay, you, obviously both of you were at the forefront of all of the kind of movement here happening 20, 25 years ago. How is it different? Meaning outside of the different avenues, the different portals that we can access this, you, you had tremendous challenges of trying to get these roles back then. Now there's a lot of people they are seeking out people that look like us. They weren't necessarily back then, right? Um, how, what, what is the message there that you can share? Like things that younger artists or newer artists, I should say, are going through or not going through that you all had to back in the day, the doors you had to knock down. I mean, there's, there's so much, I mean, the things that were, I mean, on many, again, many, many, many levels. Um, and I think that there's behavior that's been normalized that I found that was normalized for so long until you realize like, wait, that's not okay. And so, and and outside of like the obvious kind of what we talked about in the me too movement, which being a woman of color, it it affected me and other people that I know quite, um, quite quite profoundly. Um, But on top of that, it was the very, like, and I talk about this a lot. It's has to do with the books that I write. You know, I was asked to change my name, so much. Um, I lost jobs because I refused to change my name. There's a very well-known story that I tell many times about how just so casually my very first meeting with an agent and then my second meeting with another agent and then my third with a manager just casually at the end of the meeting was like, we want to sign you. Which one of your names are you going to change? Like they were asking me my address. And, and it kept coming up and look, we know people who have changed their names. So there's, there's a reason why people do it. And they all talk very openly about how their life and career changed when they did. And for me, it always made me very sad that like taking the ethnicity out of a name for me, like that was, that was a non-starter for me. And so then I moved to LA and I was auditioning and I was up for a very big studio film. It was like my fourth callback, the everyone, the producer and director leave the room, the casting director comes in and says to me, you are our first choice. They are not comfortable with someone of your name playing this part. Hmm. Will you change it? And I was really surprised that they asked me. I didn't think I would not get the part if I didn't. And I didn't get the part. And it's a very big movie. One day, maybe I'll reveal what it was. Um, But it I'm struck at that because, I mean, again, there's no social media. There's no place you could go to to even talk about that, to feel like, wait, like this is happening to me on a regular basis. That's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of things. You know, I remember being part of a letter writing, writing like a physical letter writing campaign to the producers of ER 
saying, you got to at least give us an Indian character. At least give us that because we weren't giving anything else. But like there's enough Indians out there that at least give us a doctor. Right. I remember writing a letter and me and a few people were writing letters to them. And then Bend It Like Beckham came out and Perminder was cast. And now the joke is like there's always going to be an Indian doctor in every show. But yeah. I remember being one of the ones that was like, but at least give us that. Like we hadn't had it yet, you know. Jeez. And so I think there's so many waves and things. Um, I don't think our younger generation will will know that. And I think that's a great thing that they don't have to experience that. I do think it's very important to know our history, though. And I do yeah. think it's very important to remember where we were. And I think part of that is because, you know, we're a very new um, culture, a new ethnicity that we didn't come until the 60s and 70s. So, like, we needed generations to come after our parents to kind of change the kind of normal things and the traditional things everyone does. There's other communities that have just been in America longer. And yeah. so I think that we have a lot of catching up to do in terms of I think other communities do certain things better. But I think we're a very young community here, especially in the arts. And so I think there's a lot of like figuring that out. And just one last point, because I want to hear what Ruhi has to say, is there, you know, I was a part of, of many, many, many movies um, that were the first of their kind, talking about things that, you know, whether it be an ABCD or whether it be. I can't think straight or the world and seen two movies that have been iconic in the gay community now before gay marriage was legal. And, and I did a movie called the trouble with romance that had to do with prostitution. And I did a movie with Albert Brooks looking for comedy, in the Muslim world. And I, every single one of my movies was equal parts. We love it. And I got death threats. And so yeah. when I say that, like, it's true in terms of like, but, but I think it's that, we, I was talking about things that people didn't want to talk about. So I do think a lot of those things, I don't even know if some of those movies came out now if they're, if people are ready for it, but I do think there was a lot of just ahead of their time type stories that, um, cause I see it, I see like new movies come out and now there's more appetite for it and people want to see it. But there's a little bit of like, we did that 20 years ago, but no one cares. A hundred percent. Like when it was like, we did that 20 years ago. That's why when you said, they should know our history. Like, I feel like, yes, that's definitely the younger generation. Like, thank goodness they don't have to go through what we went through, but they should know our history that we like really did. You know, like you did all those films. You did the film, the LGBTQ film. You did the Muslim film well before everybody else did. And I and got think, a lot of slack for it. Got a lot. Really? Yes. That's that was a good, yeah, that was a good yeah. movie, by the way. My wife and I watched that. I remember that. That was like, 10, 12 years ago, right? That was a long... And you've, you've been doing this for a looking long time, is what I'm comedy. saying. Is, look at yeah. your ass about looking for comedy? Uh, the, the one where you played you played a Muslim woman and you then changed... I'm going to mess this because it's been a while since I've seen it. God, she, you're going to kill me. I called it content and I'm calling it this. <laughs> She's going to scream it up. <laughs> She's like, I'm leaving. Okay. I'm not, let's not touch that, I don't right? know. You have to tell me which movie. I can't like, remember, man. I can't remember the name, right? I don't remember the names. My, look, I was in a, singing my own songs last week. I don't remember or half of my body can sing. And then I can tell you which yeah. one it was. Yeah, there's yeah. that. You did that, right? You were that brown lady doing that. Go ahead, Rui. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save you, Ethel, because I'm like, Thanks, man. Um, Thanks. It's about time shit. <laughs> no, but I totally agree. I think that, like, the history is there where, you know, like, again, after you mentioned those three movies that kind of, like, were the pioneers. Of started the, it all. The, yeah, that started it all. And Shaito was a part of two of those movies. And American Daisy, like, even though it wasn't my movie, like, I was there during that time period because I was with my husband at the time. <laughs> so, and, you know, American Daisy was where 
the idea was born to like market to the South Asian community and really um, use that as like a voting block or a, a buying block in the in North America. So you know, Katesh made this company and really just marketed to South Asian. Um, South Asian content, either in Hollywood or Bollywood. And we've been doing it for 20 plus years now. We've worked on like hundreds of films, which is amazing. But, and I think it's grown over the years and we've seen it change. Bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah. And recently we worked on Spider-Man, which is amazing. The first (laughs) Indian Spider-Man that's out there, which is just, who was voiced by Karen Sony, who's amazing. I encourage everyone to see the film because it's so, so good. Um, but you know, I think that like, uh, it's changed over the years for sure. And I think for the better, for the most part, but I think that we still have a lot of work to do. Let's, let's dig into this. Okay. So you, you brought, both of you just brought up some phenomenal points. A, there's so many stories that, you know, they're the typical stories, you know, for a while it was, we were taxi cab drivers and doctors, and then maybe a spelling bee championship in real life. Right. Uh, that's, that's how we were portrayed on TV. You both have been very instrumental as far as changing that narrative among many others as well. You played so many different roles. Uh, she thought I was looking at through your IMDB is so many very unique roles. And I've seen a lot of them. Like, you know, things like the Big Fat Greek Wedding, whatever it's called. It was a great, great film. And it was game-changing, right? There should have been a South... There should be a South Asian story similar because our weddings are eight to ten days long. And there's there's party after party. It's so many, like the Chuni ceremony, Grashanti, uh, whatever it is that's from your region in India to celebrate. There's so many unique stories to be told there. We've had one, I think, like Monsoon Wedding, or one had like a... It was in the backdrop. But, like, we should make it the forefront like that Greek wedding. That was a phenomenal film. It was funny. And we have a lot of comical stuff like that. There should it's be one like that. that you're talking about that. I think that, like, there's way too many wedding movies or, or wedding <laughs> Like, I, I, in fact, I think I, like, tweeted, like, do they know that we do more than weddings? We're just not going to get along, man. You, you want that because I'm like, it's enough with the weddings. <laughs> so, are you saying this in general? I agree. Okay. No, I agree with shit, though. Like, I think that, like, the themes of weddings and arranged marriages are done we have more stories than that to tell like my sister's a writer and i feel like the stories that she's always written has been ahead of their time and now we're like when we see some of these stories we're like uh rahana wrote that 20 years ago (laughs) you know like now you know they have an appetite for it okay let's dust it off and here you go but well that's what's going like there's so many different stories in our community that we can share right and they should be doing that um and we haven't touched it I mean, I think we're just we're just getting there, though. Well, I think part of the like, problem is I think. Go ahead, Ruby. What you're going to say? It doesn't have to be about being South Asian either, really. Fair, you know, fair point. It, it doesn't have to be an identity thing. It could just be a, you know, something a story with emotional currency to it, and that's it. Done. Really, you know, really, like yeah. Anyways, go ahead. She tell what's you a good you example. What's a good example of that? So, and we, see, I remember seeing something. Hey, it's cool. Oh, the gentleman or the female actress actor happened to be South Asian, but it wasn't about that. And I love seeing it. Oh, half way. of my movies are that, Atul. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's great content, Chito. Great ABCD, content. ABCD was obviously about identity and a lot of things. Yeah. But all the other movies are not about being Indian. I've yeah, yeah. Never, fair point. I've fair like point. deliberately yeah. stayed away from that. <laughs> yeah. you, so you made a choice in your career. Like, I want to play roles that could be any American female actress could be playing this. It just happens to be me. Is that I mean, I don't think it's like I thought about it that way. I'm just drawn to certain things, and those are things that I like, you know? And I think everyone likes their thing. Like, everyone 
that's why it's great to have more than one person being able to make movies. Fair, fair. Because we need there's something for everyone, and everyone has different tastes. People, some people love the things about weddings and range. I'm just I'm so bored by it, frankly. <laughs> and so I'm just like, this is an example, else. man. I'm just like I just watched a, a fantastic series. This is I want to see beef, like in the South Asian world. Like I think what beef yes. did was so hundred percent. Because we have some great dark stories like I that. I loved we- it. And Allie and yes. Steve and those guys, I, you know, that's, that is interesting to me. You know, I have yes. a movie that I'm in post-production on right now. That's a genre film with Tanuj Chopra. We've been working on it for a few years. We're in post-production. It's genre. You, no one has ever seen anything like it. And I'm excited for it to come out because like, yes. I like lots of different types of movies, you know, just it's give us an inkling. Yeah. Is it sci-fi? What is it? Don't, don't go too far, but it's, like, a, it? it's, it's like, um, we have to really figure out how to describe it because it started in the horror space, but it's changed. It's much more of a kind of um, uh, I, get back to me because we're trying to figure <laughs> out. How we're I, we, I love to do so. I and I love to do side so know It's going to be amazing. So, is, he, is, he, is there a wedding great. scene though? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> there um. is no wedding. It is. It is. But it. But it's. It's and it's um and nothing that you know um. Sanuj and I have worked together quite a few on a, quite a few films, and it's based on our short film that we did called Grin, which is in the horror space, and it's a short, and it won a ton of like awards in the genre film festivals, and so we had this idea of like it's not that story, but taking there's a very visual style to it. Sanuj is so talented; he DP'd it as well, directed. We both oh, produced. Sweet. I'm in it, um, and there's a very specific visual style, which is why like. I, I, we, we talk about it all the time. We're like, what do we call this? And we don't know because I think we made up something else. You know, we kind of like. Genre. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. So we that's just, so great. We have to figure oh, out how to talk about it. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm, you know, like, uh, Rui knows I'm a tech finance nerd, so I love seeing weird, like, interesting, unique It's not kind of sci fi. It's just very, it's a very dark film. It's just dark. Oh, yeah. geez. All right, man. Little scary. So, yeah, Atul also, like, is a, like, a EP. Like, he loves, like, um, investing in different things. And so I feel like, you know, he has a. We have a short film called 14 Years that we put together, oh, yeah. which is the modern retelling of the Ramayan. So that's an example of something kind of different. You don't really have to be. I mean, it is. Oh my God. And they were so good. They were so good. Some of those <laughs> so, so it's with, good. So it's with Samrat Chakrabarti and Ajay Naidu, two people Chicago that guy? people know really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like Atul, you're a great supporter, I know, of the arts and um, film and as well. So. Thank you for that. I've told you offline why, and I'll you know we can do that some other time. But um, yeah, you, I, I like seeing great work put out there. And hey, if it looks like us, that's great. I love that too. I'm coming at it from that angle now, like oh, it has to look like us, and then great work. I do want it to be great work, and then looks like us type of thing first. And you both are involved with that kind of. Uh, I mean, I will space. tell you when I, I will feel good. Like when Rui was saying, we have such so much to do. Like I fully agree. Like yes, we've come far, but there's so much. You know what? When I will feel like we have really like been accepted into the mainstream kind of populace is when we're allowed to have as many shitty movies as everybody else. <laughs> and I mean that. Like when I say That's that, awesome. like how many times mm-hmm. do you turn on your TV and it's just mediocre or bad? Yeah. And we're not allowed to do that. Like we have to be excellent in order to be able to mm-hmm. do something again and be allowed to do something again. And so until we're allowed right. to say, to tell all the stories of the mundane and the silly and the whatever, like again, something for everyone, someone will like it. Until we're allowed to do that and fail and maybe it not do well and still be allowed to work, then yeah. I will know that we've come to a different place. Do they have that in, let's say, England? Because like in, in the UK, we've been infiltrating that society for quite some more, quite quite a bit more time than the 50s, 70s. A, we should talk about how 
awesome it is that we just got here like 50, 60 years ago and some of the roles that we have outside of creatives. And I think you two are like really pushing the envelope on creatives and giving us a, getting us those top positions there. CEOs of a lot of the favorite tech companies we have here in America are South Asian. They all came within the last not even 50, maybe 30 years, 20 years, right? These are phenomenal stories. And now it's because our parents pushed education, put us into these certain roles, right? Finance, doctors, engineers, computer sciences. Now, this generation, our generation, said, hey, you know what? I have other talents and I want to explore them. And boom, thank God you both took those chances, uh, right? And then you kind of forged a path for a lot of us. I took it. My path was a little different. <laughs> Rui knows. But so it was, these are exciting stories that we have. And I can't wait that we don't, we're not going to say, oh, there's that Indian actress or actor that won that. It's like, oh, there's that phenomenal actress or actor that won that award. And the film is crushing it. Oh, they happen to be. You know, like us. Early on, we have to say, hey, we want to f- identify with the people we see on screen. Because, look, growing up, all I saw was reruns of Three's Company and the sous chef was Mexican. Kind of looked like my aunt. I'm kidding. Uh, he was he was a male. But kind of looked like our color. And that's, we had to go that far to find someone that looks similar to our, our you know, our shade of brown type of thing. And it's cool to see how you're doing all these amazing things. Let me, let's draw a parallel here. So the UK, you know, a Jay Sean had to come from that kind of support system in the music world because they, they had radio play they had a lot they were, they were used to seeing us on screen like that and actors and actresses a lot of them came they, they have societal support external from our own uh, you know culture what's it going to take in the US for us to get that because they, they've done well there but we have a larger opportunity here once we can infiltrate society as much in a positive way I, is that question clear the way I threw it out there About not the really no <laughs> <laughs> Chita, you got it right. I will say, Atul, I think I will just tell you. Um, I think the UK is not a right example. I think a lot of okay. people bring up the UK. A lot of people bring up different places where you know there's a lot of Indian content, um, <laughs> and it's. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's apples to apples because I think okay. the community there has been there much longer. Uh, I mean, they have a. Muslim mayor, don't they, in London? No, all of UK, like the Ireland. Yeah, had, yeah so exactly. So I'm just saying, like, I don't think, and that's why also, like, and Ruhi, I'm curious what you think, because I know you obviously work on films that are from different countries and also films that are from here with content relating to the South Asian kind of diaspora. And for me, I'm always like, it's not, like, I think marketing, now obviously the world is more global and it's easier to kind of cross things, but I do think, like, Stories coming from India or Pakistan or England versus a story made here, I just think there's a different lens on those. And I think we have to think about that when we're marketing because it's they're not the same. And and that's a good thing. Like, we're not a monolith, right? But to put them in the same bucket, I think, is being intellectually dishonest, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, and- not, it's not the same parallel. I feel like it's really, um, it's tough to make that jump for the UK to here and like mm-hmm. we definitely market films from India and the way we market those films from India is very different than what we do for the ones that were made here so um, for example you know if we're doing a Bollywood film that has you know a South Indian actor in it we're going to target those South Indian actors I mean right. actors community you know so I think that that and they come out they come out as we saw with RRR <laughs> They come out. South Indians having a yeah. moment. I love it. I mean, my kids are in they love. They always have a full that industry. Yeah, exactly. That film industry I, is, the, I think, as large as Bollywood, right? Ruby? Doesn't I Bollywood mean, kind of copy a lot of their films? Like, you know, copy a lot of like Tollywood uh, films that, and then remake I mean, them. Like, yeah, they copy each, each other for sure. Yeah, yeah. But like the yeah, thing yeah. about RRR that's <clears> hilarious <throat> to me and Gatash is just like 
this was being done 10 years ago. And then Fair all point. of a sudden, white people discovered it. <laughs> you know, like, it's kind of no, like, true. wow. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but good for, I mean, good for RR. You know, like, good for them, good for Tollywood. I think that they should be discovered. They've been doing this forever. But, like, again, also, like, Indian cinema and Tollywood and they don't really like Bollywood people don't like to be called Bollywood, by the way. <laughs> They're like, we yeah. have Indian cinema and we have our own, like, and they do it. They do. We have their own system out there. They can make their own money and they don't need to be compared to Hollywood at all. They don't like that parallel of, at all. So, but, you know, most people don't know the term Indian cinema and everybody uses Bollywood here. So. That's what have we you use, done but, like, well, either of you done work there? So you, I know you have on the marketing angle. Have you done like work? Have you like um, been in film or TV, not content? Uh, that is from <laughs> Indian cinema. Um, so there's been a number of things that have come my way, uh, most of which, all of which, I passed except one that I actually went to India and met with this very well known director, which I won't say his name um, because the movie went on to become a very big movie. And um, I was going to do it. I actually was going to do it. But then he wanted me to stay in India for a year Mm. um, while all the other stars came in and out as they do with their like weeks of here and week here and week whatever. Four films at once, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, but you have to stay for a year. And I'm like, I can't. Like, that's just not how I do things um, just to sit around for a year. So I ended up not doing it, which was a bummer because it's actually a really good film and I would have loved to have been a part of it. Mm. Okay. And Rory, you have. So I just want to say, like, we should say what's next for us because we yeah. can wrap up. <laughs> Damn. Um, Calling the so, shots? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, Ethel. <laughs> she's got to right go. In. We have a hard stop, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Rui. So, um, no, she's a good start. She's going to say what's next, you know, with her book and all that. The shit you should know thing. Something you're really grasping on outside of South Asian House, because we're going to wrap that up quite a bit. But everyone yeah. attend, whatever you can attend. There are links everywhere, whatever's open to. So, Sheetal, tell us about your books. Um, I'm going to bring that up as my shit you should know. Your books. You have several, it looks like. Yes. And one is Anjali, right? So, tell well, that's us. that's a series. The Anjali okay. is a series. Okay. So, the Anjali series is a. It was the very first illustrated book series in this age category that has a. South Asian at the center of it, which is kind of amazing um, that it didn't exist before. Um, and they're super popular and they're super fun and they're very much slice of life stories. As I think for everything we just talked about, you can tell that I'm really interested in not doing the same old narratives that I see everywhere. Um, and so for me, it's telling slice of life stories about this young um, Indian American girl just growing up and what she deals with. And in the first one, she can't find her name on a license plate like the rest of her friends and wants to change it to, quote, fit in. But, of course, learns that actually being unique and having something nobody else has is awesome. So that book, the theme of it is very much about you don't have to change anything about yourself to fit in. Like, you're perfect exactly the way you are. And so the second book is called Bravo, Anjali. And that's all about Anjali. She plays the tabla. And she's the only girl in her class. And she's the best and they don't like it. And so it's very much my putting into kids world um, take on misogyny and stereotypes and microaggressions. And so she learns, she starts messing up on purpose because she doesn't like how people treat her differently because she's really good. She eventually learns to never dim her light. That's the theme of that one. Um, And then I have, and then the third and fourth, they're all coming out. Um, The rest of the Anjali books, uh, they're with Penguin Random House. And then I wrote a book called Making Happy that came out just this past fall 
with Barefoot Books, and that's a book about mental health and really when scary and um, sad things happen in kids' lives, like how to deal with that. And it, it came from really me writing that book when I was going through cancer treatment and needing that book for me and my young children and not finding it. And again, telling an industry like, why are we not talking about real things? And so I wrote the book that I needed and it has become such a source of joy and a place for families to talk about real things. And I'm really proud of that one. It's probably the most personal book I've ever written. I love that. I love the stories behind it too. That's, those are the most meaningful uh, part of that. And how are you doing? Health wise, you're great. looks like. Yeah, great. I feel good. Okay. That's great. And then, so I love how you wrote these. So oh man, I don't want to use the word content, but you wrote like book. Okay. You wrote, you wrote a great book. This is great thing. These are mediums we can consume. How about that? You like that phrase? <laughs> that helped you through as much as it would help a reader as, you know, and you're impacting, they're impactful to many different audiences and many different levels. This one impacted you in, in a certain way and it was something you needed and it's probably so similarly helpful for a lot of other people for many different reasons. That's, that's amazing. I, I love it. I think our, our, the teachers in our student, our boys' classes are now putting, hey, it's not about American pie. There's, let's read Paneer Pie. They're trying to, infl- you know, kind of integrate all the different cultures in the classroom. Let's celebrate each other's cultures because we're a nice melting pot. America has provided that, right? So it's great. Yeah, I will just say, for me, though, it's not about I, – I find that, that that language is a little bit tricky because it's really about, for me – centering like I always because I do tons of school visits I go and I've spoken to over 100 Mm. schools and kids and I work with kids and authors and I mean and the teachers there and they'll always say like look at my books look at aren't these good and I always say like if your one or two books about brown kids are centered around a cultural tradition or a holiday that's not what we're trying to do here fair point that very much is like oh teaching someone about who we are and otherizing us and I'm like it's not up to us like you guys that that's fine to have in a collection. I love a book about Diwali or Holy or whatever, Eve. But the point is, like, what do we have in common? And by the way, we also go to school. We also play instruments. We also play sports. We also have dinner with our parents. You wouldn't know that because of all the <laughs> wedding movies and all the Diwali things and da, 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 because that's what, again, it's been told by a certain lens for so long. Sure. And that is everyone's impression of us. And for me, it's about changing that and us telling our stories that are authentic and real. I love it. Everyone get a copy. I'll get copy, several copies of all these books, right? Get the, get the books. They can get them on Amazon. I saw them there. Yeah. Right? Where else? Is there anywhere else that you would They're everywhere books are sold. Okay. Books are sold. Check out a lot of them. He's going on IMDb. She's in a lot of different film, mm-hmm. TV. Phenomenal, phenomenal film and TV. We're going to leave that word. Okay. Um, a, next thing, I'm going to ask a special request for you. I, every spring, I teach a venture investing course in film. It's basically media and sports. My day job. I do that in my course. Come in as a guest speaker. I would love to have you in. You and Rudy come together if you want. You, if <laughs> yeah, we can talk it. about it. We'll talk about it. Because that's that's exciting for these students. And a lot of them are just they're incredibly sharp. So and they're all MBA level. So it's, they're kind of cool. Thank you. This has been a bless, bless you for everything you've done on your journey. And you continue <laughs> to do. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Are you going to come next week? I will come next week. I okay. missed her last one in, in South by Southwest. Were you there? In South by no, Southwest? I couldn't go. I couldn't get there yet either. But I will be there next week. I want to support how I can. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thank everybody. you. Bye-bye.